the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Chris. So I'm a I'm a child. The hell you say? No, I am. I'm a child. My I I'm starting to doubt all my life decisions. I. I joined the Most Holy Redeemer men's softball team. Okay. Sixteen-inch softball team. I'm in this every year. Okay. I've got kids that go to Redeemer. I'm in the men's club. It's a mature thing to do. Yes. And I go and I play in it every Wednesday night. My wife was very angry when I went to the first game because she forgot it was softball season. She came home and she's like, "Where are you going?" And I just have a cooler of beer and I'm on my way to Duffy. So I had to pay my dues. Okay. And Donation. I also had to give a check for the entry into the Most Holy Redeemer barbecue bash that oh. happens in September because they're starting that up again. This and early. If you, cooked, if you cooked last year, you got an email that said... You got robbed last year. I, I, I believe I'm robbed every year that I'm not number one, Hannah, and I'm sure we'll get into it as we get closer, okay? <laughs> we're going to get you oh, number one Oh, we're going to get year. into it. This year, I want people coming by and tasting my delicious ribs and asking the judges, how can you not let Chris win this championship each and every year. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I tell Erica, I'm like, I need uh, I need 60 for the, the softball. Okay. And I need a check that I can write for the barbecue bash. And I realize how absurd my life has become because my wife came downstairs with three $20 bills. That you're holding. Pl- placed them in a little pile next to me while I was down here putting together the EP podcast last week. And then walks downstairs and gives me and takes out a check and pulls out a pen and goes, who do I write it to? And I was like, it's like when my mother used to write a check for me if I had to go on a field trip at, the, at grammar school. But doesn't Erica handle the money? No. Like, I can write a check. Like, I used to handle the money all the time, but she works at a bank. So she really, you could tell it drove her nuts that I was handling the money. So I'm like, sweetheart, go ahead. I don't really care. But now it's like I got to go and ask for an allowance. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like I have to go, can I have $60? I hate that. So she gives me the check. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'll just write it. She looked at me with all seriousness and she was like, you sure? Sure you can handle that? (laughs) And the lovely Nikki Seidel sitting down here at my nine foot oak bar in my basement here in Evergreen Park. And this week is here for the Evergreen Park Public Library, a place that I'm dragging my children down to before we kick off our vacation because I've decided my son's taste in books is terrible. Oh, dear. Yeah, no, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, we give him a good book and he reads it and he eats it up. And then the next thing you know, he's reading something that's almost like a comic book, but it's in book form. Or he finds, like, these really simple ones that he eats up. And I'm like, that's great, dude, but you don't. By this point, I was reading mystery novels. Like, I was just talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, they're like, they were talking about the book Sink the Bismarck. And I'm like, I read that book. I read that book in like grammar school. And I'm like, why doesn't my sixth grader read Sink the Bismarck? You know? Why would he want to? Why wouldn't he want to? You're sinking the Bismarck, Nikki. I don't know. It was exciting to me. War books were exciting to me. All the joy out of reading. (laughs) The whole thing about summer reading is reading for pleasure and reading what you want to read. I think he would be totally into war stuff. I just don't think he gets that it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. 
He just stuck in whatever he saw in the scholastic thing that got sent out to him during the school oh, year. Well, He's not I mean, hitting those the are library. Curated. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to tell you this. This is a this is a perfect story. I was I was I was a young kid. I grew up in St. Dennis Parish, Ash, Ashburn neighborhood, about 80th and Spalding in Chicago. Okay, moved here. I've been here for the last 15 years. I, mine was the Wrightwood Library. It's yeah. over like at 87th mm-hmm. and Pulaski or right. there. And I remember that I my mother brought me in there at one point and just found a librarian. And was like, he needs to read better books. Like, she did the same thing that I'm saying I'm going to do. So I'm not the only crazy person. Must run in the blood. And the librarian immediately brought me over to a section. She's like, this is your age group and boys like these. And that's how I discovered the Hardy Boys. And I think I went through every Hardy Boys book that existed. Okay? I used to sit up with, like, a flashlight after I was told to go to bed until 3 in the morning reading Hardy Boys books. Because I just wanted to get to the end of the mystery. And, like, other books like that, like, you know, I'd find war books, and I thought those were really cool, like the Sink to Bismarck. It's, I mean, I understand that you're like, that's not a fun book. No. But for boys, you're like, this is awesome. They got to find this ship, and they got to destroy it. Children's literature has really evolved. <laughs> but what you, can still, what you can still do is go to the library and ask the librarian right. for suggestions on what you can read. I okay. mean, people do that all the time, adults, teens, kids. Obviously, obviously yeah. me, because children's literature has evolved. Yes, <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it, it, the whole idea behind summer reading is right. not required reading, but reading for pleasure. You know, we don't require them to read a certain book, but my wife has told them, I want you to read something. Like, every day, spend some time yeah, reading just to, something. Yeah, you know, you know, and that's why... You're not getting Fortnite till you read something. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, and that's why we reward the, the incentives are based on minutes read. Okay. Not books read. You know, right. it's minutes read. So, yeah, but actually I came to talk about something else. No, that's totally fine. <laughs> I do this from time to time, Nikki. I get somebody who sits down, they have a totally different topic. I'm like, no, 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 I want to talk about me. No. Okay, go, go ahead, Nikki. Well, why, why have a show if you can't, you know... Use it for your own Every lives. once in a while, I just want yeah. to talk about Why not? me. Yes. Why not? <laughs> but um, the Evergreen Park Library is celebrating 75 years this year. It's our 75th anniversary. And actually, the exact date that the library opened was September 7, 1944. Very cool story. So like 16... During wartime. During That's wartime, which, which really I think... I do. I like think it, it's really... You think you were you would be distracted by other things. Well, you would think whenever you watch an old movie, like yeah. it was just all about the war. Right. You were either in the war or you were building something for the war. The idea that somebody's like, let's open up a library in Evergreen Park. You're like... What? Well, hold on a second. Yeah. We're driving back to Nazi horde at this point. We don't have time for this. For this right. right. But they, they opened up a library. Right. So 16 civic organizations got together to open the library. And um, I think that's just an amazing, I mean, considering today, I mean, it's just an amazing feat. And the first librarian, her name was Amy Martin. And um, she was a librarian uh, and she had a library degree from the University of Illinois, which wasn't as prevalent as it is today. And everyone went door to door, and they collected 500 books, and that's how they established, established the library. And it was in a room at behind Village Hall that was shared with other uh, village entities. Okay. So, 
Yeah, so, and it had limited hours, but here they were, you know. I think, um, and Amy Martin was an incredible person. Amy Martin would have liked the book Sink to Bismarck, I believe. I'm sure she has recommended (laughs) it to, you know. Um, I really hope somebody shows up and asks where that book is and wants to get it just because of the show. I'm going to find it. Yeah, I'm sure there's one in our book sale, which starts, you know. your books, like, it's not even good enough to put on your shelves. Well, I'm sure it's on the shelf. I'm sure it's on the shelf, but I want to give you your own copy. Your own copy. Um, yeah, so on on that actual date, which happens to be a Saturday this year, um, we're going to have an open house from 10 to noon, and we're just going to do a hun- whole bunch of fun things for people So for and, and bring in those people that, um, those Evergreen Park residents that help us provide programming all year. So for one example, Bob Ehrlich, who is the curator of our butterfly garden on the south side of the library, it's beautiful. He does a totally volunteer, devotes hundreds of hours. It's a Monarch Way station. He's going to give a class on saving seeds. And then we're doing like cooking demo with a book theme, escape room. So we're doing a bunch of You're different... doing an escape room? Yes. Oh, we've done that fun. before. Actually, we've done it several times before. Okay. It's very cool. Yeah, that's yeah. It. that Right there, my ears perked up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not so, that the other stuff didn't perk it up. No, but like, you I was know, totally like butterflies. This is awesome. But the escape room... probably develop some kind of activity around Sink the Bismarck, but maybe... <laughs> We could do the Nerf gun, which will be like the Sink the Bismarck. Nerf. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But I don't think Nikki's read Sink the Bismarck. No, not I have not. Yeah, you see? You haven't even read Sink no, the Bismarck. No, but it used to be on Family Classics all the time. Don't you remember? We I do. Sink the I'm Bismarck. telling you, Family Classics was my thing. Dad would be making a, Dad be roasting a chicken on a Sunday, and I'd be sitting there watching Sink the Bismarck or Robin Hood with Errol with Flynn. With Fraser Thomas. Right. Yeah, it was always the same or the, movie. Or the Kane Mutiny. That was another one that was always on there okay so (laughs) so that's the 7th of september and then and it's totally free it's totally free um the second thing we're doing is a an anniversary celebration fundraiser so this is being hosted by the evergreen park public library foundation and it's at bourbon street on uh, saturday october 12th from 7 p.m 7 to 11 p.m and we're featuring the band. It's a Beatles tribute band called American English. Okay. So there are two, it's a two-tiered ticket system. So you can pay $50 and you get four hours of music, um, alcohol, and food. Or you can pay $75 and there's a 30-minute meet and greet with the band previ- uh, prior to the um, the. So you can get in there, you can hang out with the band. Yeah, you can yeah. hang out with the band. Do a, little, and, do a little meet and greet with the band. Yeah, yes. so American English is a very popular... Trust me, let me tell you something. Meet and greets from a guy who used yes. to work in radio. They can get interesting, okay? Yeah. Bands are fun. It, it might be worth the extra $25, what I'm trying to tell people. Like you go see a band, depends on their day, but woohoo! Oh my. It's a good time sometimes. Well, I'll have to tell you about some like of my meet... Off the air, <laughs> off the air, I'll have to tell you some of my good meet and greet stories, Nikki. Okay. That are well, probably not fit, some... probably not fit for a consumption of everybody. Maybe you can give me some tips then. <laughs> but, you know, we're having, um, we're actually putting out baskets on the 7th of September and they'll go through the 14th. We're doing, you know, split the pot. So it's a fundraiser for the library. Um, we're trying to do some renovations of our children's department, okay. so um, we're we're looking for people to actually sponsor the event 
or to participate as a, you know, by attending. And everything, you can do everything. Sponsorship, um, registration can all be done on the library website under the foundation tab. It'll say 75th anniversary celebration and you can do everything online. And the exact website for the library. Just give me that. Oh, I know you've given it out a million Park times. Evergreenparklibrary.org. Evergreenparklibrary.org. Evergreen yes. Nikki, as always, a pleasure. Thank Sink you for having Bismarck, me, Chris. Going to be a big it's always hit. fun talking to you. As <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Seidel from the Evergreen Park Library. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chris. The world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and Queen of Hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night, though, at the Red Palm, you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique taste, comfort foods, and honestly, the best wings you're gonna find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. Get out this summer. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island Attitude, Local Latitude. I was at Walmart today, and I know every probably story that is going to go south starts with that sentence. <laughs> it's that's almost, that's it's all, the shopping equivalent yeah, of, I was drinking moonshine. That's how half the stories in the lockup yeah, right, start. Right. <laughs> I was at Walmart, right. today, Walmart today, and now I ended up here. And, <laughs> I kid that's you why not, I'm innocent, Your Honor. I was Walmart by my house not too long ago. But I ran into, and you know how much I hate people. You're familiar with this concept. <laughs> oh, God. You don't want to go I to hate, Walmart if you I hate, hate small no. talk. Yeah. I, you know, I just want functional conversation between a person. You know, if you do something for me, I will say thank you. If you hold a door, you know, I, I don't want to small talk about anything. Right. And I don't like the people that overshare things. Like, it's not just small talk about how the, like, the weather is. Like, people are just like, they want you to, they want you to, to question why they said that. They want to have a conversation, so they throw out like the feeler. They're putting their fishing pole on it. They want you to grab the, the bait. This and, happens and in the Walmart. The this happened to me walking out. So I got my walking cart out of a Walmart. Is this somebody who works for Walmart? No, or this somebody, was a, lady a random in a parking person. lot loading up her car with groceries and other Walmart. As things. you're just trying to escape, you're I, like, I've made it through Walmart. I'm walking, and I'm just trying to get out. And my two right. daughters back to my van. Right. I have my bag ah. in my hand because I don't need a cart. You're starting to feel like you've made it. Yeah, I'm done. Point. I'm out. You're right? out. I'm out. I you used survived. to self-checkout. I didn't even have to talk to anybody. Right. Nice. <sighs> and this lady's cart starts rolling away. And oh, it no. goes right in front of me. Like She's like, so you know, you turns gotta, away and starts rolling away. Something. So I stopped it for her because it was in front of me. And it was going to hit my daughter. So I stopped it. And I just kind of smiled and kind of gave it back to her. She goes, oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Normal conversation, right? Done. Conversation's over. over. Thank you. And you're Bye. Right. That's it. I helped you. You said thank you. I said you're welcome. Everyone was cordial. God is great, America, right? She says, <laughs> Oh, that would have been bad. I'm walking still. I got my colonoscopy later. What? 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 That's what she said. So, like, here's a funny thing. Like, she goes, That would have been bad. And you just were like, I'm not responding. So, she the next thing that comes out of her mouth, like a short circuiting robot, was, <laughs> I have my colonoscopy. So I stopped later. in my tracks. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mostly because, like you said, like it just fried my brain for yeah, a second. No part like, of your brain. It's like, you're in, it's like you're in Westworld. It's like you're in Westworld, and since you didn't talk yes. back to the robot, it went with something else. Like, I forgot right. I had feet, and I was able to walk at that point because something else, the, my synapses in my brain just short. That's literally how how strokes happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, like for a second, like 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 a million thoughts, like in one second, like, like, like how did the, the cart rolling was, away? Like what would have happened? Like if if I left the cart go, would her like colonoscopy have gone bad? Would there like, not have been and, a colonoscopy? How? I mean, right. there was nothing. Would she in have the cart. turned around too quick? Did the... she feel like the cart would have killed your child or injured her, I, and then I she wouldn't have made it to her colonoscopy as a result? Been I, I did the, the 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 uncomfortable laugh and kept walking. Like I did the, uh, and then just like uh, walk faster. Of course, uh, that's literally. Right. I, I, you have no other response. You can't do anything else. But in that now. Situation. As much as I hate talking, I wish I would have stopped and talked to her. Yeah, now you want to be like, Because okay. it's driving me crazy. You intrigued me. Right. That's the thing. You it, intrigued me. You got me. Whatever she I don't paid, want to talk to anybody, but you, you got me. she used. Right. You know. Personally, I, I think I'm going to start working that in. Yeah. Just as. <laughs> my as, colonoscopy tomorrow. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, because I got my colonoscopy. Right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's literally what she said. Every time something happens. Yeah, just any time something happens. I got my colonoscopy coming off. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it's like, what did she want me to go? Like, I'm sorry. Good luck. Right. What do you think she meant, guys? I, I don't I'm, know. I don't know, but I. I you know, if they tell me that I was really overdue for my oil change, I'm be like, oh, that's good because, you know, got my colonoscopy coming up later. <laughs> All right, let's see what I got next here on my topic uh, list. Ooh, we have a topic list. So I had a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better. As the EP, we're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember, Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. And we got a special guest stop by today. We've had him on before. He's from one of the other shows on the broadcast basement on demand radio network, which also does the EP podcast socks in the basement and the broadcast basement show covering the South side. Me and the priest is the other show. And here is father Paul Guzman, who uh, last time he was here, he started a, uh, a drinking game hey now. with us. <laughs> Did we one drink? One red hen and a couple like of ducks. Did we drink? You actually did bears. Well, hold on, hold on. Four running hares. Five fat female. Six simple Simons sitting on a stump. Seven Sicilian sailors sailing the seven seas. This is so Eight. weird. How many times did you listen to the episode so you would remember this? Eight. Eight egotistical no, egotists. Egotist. 
echoing egotistical ecstasy. Hold on a second. This is this is amazing to me. So you couldn't get through. Yeah. You couldn't get through the first couple of them, and you just were able to rattle things off of them. Did you go home and listen to the show like a hundred times to try to figure out what he was doing? And drank. And drank. I even typed it up. I typed it up and gave it to people at work. And did you really? University of Chicago. I handed it to them. Oh my goodness. You two are ridiculous. You should have your own show. Yeah. I need to get off of me and the priest. It should just be Hannah and the priest. Hannah and the priest. Maybe at the local taverns, we could have a one red hen's contest. We just, just, just Baptist and the priest. That would be kind of interesting. Man, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with that. That's absolutely incredible. So you've been studying his drinking game. Oh, I memorized it for a little while. Memorized it for a little while. All right, what's nine? I have to go in order. Gosh, you know how it is when you learn language and you don't use it, you lose it. I'll start Nine nude Nubians nibbling on nuts, nougats, and nicotine. Are you? (laughs) Do you guys see like a like less people walk into the church because it's summertime? Oh, definitely. So you're like any other, you're like any other Evergreen Park business because like, like that's always the thing. Like whenever I'm bouncing around, I'm going to Evergreen Park businesses and they're like, yeah, it's, uh, it's the slow months. Like summertime is the slow months a lot of times in Evergreen because people have their summer cottages and they have their things they're doing and their, their tournaments for their kids' sports and everything like that. So you get, you get less people that show up during the summertime, huh? Yep. And I like preaching to an empty house. It's easier. It just makes my day. Well, it works, well, out, it works out easier for you. Yeah, a, it's real easy. I can, I can just babble. Let's but it's not a two-way conversation during when you're preaching, so what does it matter if it's one person or 200 people? Well, see, when, when it's 200 people, I can look around and see who's picking their nose, you know, oh, and things like that. And stay entertained, yeah. Okay. That's what you do. Yeah. You just sit around and you watch people yeah, pick their nose. I'll watch people pick their nose and or fall asleep. Think or, I'm know, drinking okay. games. Yes, yeah, or smick, smack their kid, you know, or <laughs> think, think of... Nine nude Nubians. Smack their kid. I do the, I do the, smack, I do the smack their kid dance every once in a while. Okay. See who's, see who's faking and going to the bathroom. You know? Oh, my kid does that right now. He gets up in the middle of the homily and runs to the back of the church. Like, in the moment, he, like, knows. Gospel's over. He sits down. He goes, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, so he doesn't wait till the middle. He, no. It's homily time. No, time he's like, go. I don't want to listen to that ah, Father Paul talk. I'm getting out of here. I'm out of here. If you... I got better things to do. I got to pee. You know, that's maybe better. you guys need to liven it up. Like maybe there's something you can do to liven it up during the summer. Like some kind of like something exciting that you can you can offer people, like a raffle at the door or, or like one red hen. Yeah, or, yeah. Do a drinking game. <laughs> one red you know, hen. Line up some line up some drinks or something there like that yeah. for a Sunday afternoon. When when I was in Syria, we had right. free Wi-Fi in the chapel. Bikini so contest. Came. Bikini Ooh. contest. Something. Oh, hoorah. Yeah. 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 Do something like that. I mean, just get, liven it up a little yeah, bit for yeah. the summer. I'm sure you'll be fine. It'll be perky. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Father Paul. You can catch him on me and the priest. The conversations get weirder on that show. <laughs> Thanks, Father. You're welcome. I think we all need to go to confession now. Yeah, okay, yeah, me, me too. Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. 
students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. I took Erica to the liquor store tonight. You took her all oh, the date night or what? Well, <laughs> were they giving away free samples? It was. It, she wants to walk now all the time. So I was like, I got to. Oh, go. She was talking about how many steps she gets. right. She's, She's got, got the. I got a Fitbit on too. All right, so she wanted to walk with me to go up to Benny's. It's in the neighborhood, and we go for a walk. And it's been our new thing, which is funny. Is we always seem to pass the same people on the porch, and they're like, "Up, oh, they're off to the liquor store again." Well, and you we, always walk home with a Benny's bag. And we always come back with the Benny's bag. Oh, and people, yeah. You're and the outkey to the people sit there and say, "No, they always say like we always drive up. You guys at least walk." Like, we're always like, well, at least we're getting some exercise while we're doing it, right? So we walk up there, and we walk in, and she's never gone with me on a Friday. Okay. And all that's up there are, like, the sample people. Yeah. They're sampling everything. You walk right in, it was like. little chicks, right? Yeah. Yeah, always. They're always like, because they're like, oh, okay, I'll buy this liquor I'd never would ever buy. Right right away, she looks at me, and she goes, (laughs) now I know why you come up here without me. He's like, it's just a bunch of middle-aged yeah. men standing around talking to 22-year-old right. girls in tight-fitting yeah, outfits. Yeah, this tequila brewed in a garbage oh, disposal isn't too bad. I, I can taste the agave. Like... I can taste... Yeah, right. What region is this from? What is this again? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Do you smell that? You're smelling with giraffe <laughs> Really? <laughs> so we walk up. We get two shots. I love it because, like... They're like, do you want juice in it? And Eric and I are like, no, we just want to taste what the vodka is like. There was a blueberry vodka and a citrus vodka. Okay. We did each a taste of one vodka. Yeah. I don't care if it's in a little plastic cup. It's a shot. Sure. It's two shots of vodka. Nice. Okay. Move on to the next one. The girl has four different beers. She's pouring them in one fourth of a glass. So now I've had a full That's glass a full of beer, beer between right? four of them. Okay. So I've done two shots and a beer. And you're in aisle one. And I, yeah, I'm only made it to aisle one. <laughs> so I get to the end of aisle one in the craft beer section. There's another person there with a Duvel, but it's a single malt Duvel, and it's like 8%. Nice. I get a half a cup of that. All right. So I'm like, now I've had basically two Miller Lights huh. and two shots. You're like, now I'm drinking. Now I'm drinking. Right. I even, and I'm not even buying anything yet. Now I'm drinking. Then I hit another person, and at this point, I'm like, this is good. And I put a six-pack in my guys. <laughs> I don't know if it's any good or not. Right, right. I was just like, at that point, I'm like, I, I got to buy beer. And this, at this, this point, is you're beer just, just like any other beer. uncapping full bottles. Like, I'll try this too. Why not? What is this? Now, now we're walking along, and we make a turn, and we grab the beer that we want, and we're turning towards the liquor aisle. And there's two people standing there chit-chatting with the girl who is serving some other kind of liquor. Right. Erica leans in and goes, take the cart, because I don't want to be rude and push these people out of the way. But we have to make them move so we can get over there and get our free drinks. Oh my God. She's, so I walk over and I'm like, excuse me, we're just coming through here. So they move nice. out of the way. And I'm like, oh, what's this? Is this free booze? <laughs> Two more shots of vodka. Nice. <laughs> Kettle one. One was a grapefruit and I don't know what the other one was. <laughs> Two shots of vodka. <laughs> I get uh, two, four, two more. Uh, four shots eight, of vodka. Amber, in. is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> four shots of vodka and two beers. I made it through half the biddies at this point. Amazing. Okay. So now we go into the wine section. And oh, what no. are we going to do? We're going to follow this up with wine. Oh, that's great. That's the girl great has five bottles out there. I don't even like white wine. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to try them all. Four of them are white. I'm going to try them all. The first one she starts off with is like a $25 French and wine. she starts saying blah, 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 blah vineyard. Blah, 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 blah. Fill you it know, up again. I drink grapes, that blah, 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 white. Oh, but I'm trying to act like I know. I'm like, Oaky, you know what? You can taste. You can tell this was from France because it tastes very much like champagne. Right. You know? And then the next one uh, she gave me, I was like, I don't like that one as much. I like that French one. 
And when I got to the third one, I was like, you know, I think this is similar to French one. Can I try the French one again just oh, to nice. make sure? Oh, I'm like working my way. And then I get to the one at the oui, end. Oui. And we drink <laughs> we drink this Pinot Noir. And Erica goes, I could get this bottle. I'll get this bottle. It's a good price. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, but before we buy it, we should have one more sample. By the time it's done, we've had a full glass of wine now. Yes. So I've had a full glass of wine, four shots Beer of vodka, and, 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 well, really two beers if you count the alcohol oh, content yeah, yeah, from the yeah. other one. Yeah. And two beers. Now I stumble up to the front with my purchase. Right. And it's $40 worth of, because we only bought a couple of six packs and a couple of bottles of wine because we're walking back. And I'm already like, I'm standing there going, man, are there any snacks in this aisle? Like, I'm like, <laughs> where's the free snacks? <laughs> yeah, where's, you want to get a thing of peanuts to where's, eat on the way Where's home? the combos guy? <laughs> where's the free, uh, free combos? <laughs> Uh, now I'm walking back, and we walk through the park, and there's two bike police officers standing oh, there no. at the park, and we're walking along, and like they're like, oh, you guys know how to exercise. I'm like, yeah, free sample night tonight, too. And they're like, oh, you guys had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, that's why I'm walking. Good for you, Chief. That's the way to do it. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. We all know that summer is here. And for many people, that means it's time to get the car ready for a long road trip. And now that we have GPS on our smartphones and in our cars, it's a lot easier to navigate these drives without getting lost. During your life and mine, you're going to take a lot of journeys. And one of those journeys is something that I am personally not very good at mapping out on my own. It's the road to your financial goals. But there's actually a financial goal GPS that you can use to help get you where you want to go. For people here in Evergreen Park, the GPS has a name. Tom Walsh of Edward Jones, located right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. The same things that your GPS does for you on these trips, Tom's going to help you with your financial plan. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor. Located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com.